Jason Navarra invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalier. Yes, you remember us. We're back and today we'll find out which person on this show has burnt all their bridges. <laughs> I'm looking at me. Hayley from Big Brother Speaks. Rex Hunt will be dropping a few ah. motivational nuggets. All the gold from the Packer wedding. What a riot. Really? Who are Australia's most trusted people? How far below Tony Mockville <laughs> does John Howard come on the list? We'll find out. Man gets penis caught in padlock. As usual. And what about the kiddies? They're not all as cute as they're cracked up to be. We'll not prove it today. Close. And who better to help us out with that than Seth Rogen, the mm. star of Knocked Up and the 40-year-old virgin who'll be joining us. Three blokes, beer can, boat, Brisbane River. <laughs> Formula for success. It's all coming up on Get This Where... Oh. What we need here is a completely incomprehensible promise about what we're going to do so that if we don't live up to it, no one will notice. So, what's the show going to be? It's not going to be one size fits all. No. But I would seriously like not what sounds cute, no. either to the right yep. or to the left, uh -huh. whatever sounds cute in terms of political correctness or no. being you know, right-wing and hairy-chested. No. Let's just get on with the action programs, yeah. which make a real difference on the ground. Mm. Could you follow a word of that? Uh, no worries, Ruddy. All right, out of the blocks. Oh, that's Talking Heads, Wild Wildlife. Good morning, everybody. It's good to be back here and get this on right. Triple M. Yes, it's still me, Tony Martin. Hello. We've got Ian Cavalier. Hi, Tony. And who's pushing those buttons? Yes, it's Richard Marslin. Beautiful oh, wow. chiselling in the face, yeah, almond-shaped eyes, really carries himself well with style. He thinks he's the best, and he probably is. There you go. <laughs> Have a nice day. I was going to say that your uh, your coat is looking deliciously shiny, Rich. Thank you. Been I've been on a diet of, of almonds for two weeks. Popping a little bit of olive oil in your food yeah. overnight, have you? Look wonderful. Mm. You were best in show. You were. On this show. Beat off a challenge from a dashend. <laughs> no need to grab me there. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so somebody's What do you mean you've got a nice gait? What does that mean? It means a, a nice walking style, yeah. isn't that right? I, didn't, I can't follow any of this. I am a dog lover, but uh, did somebody just say that Richard beat off a dashend? Let's just move on. <laughs> what has been going on while we've been away? Ed Cavalier, are you still living in that house? No, sir. What's happened? Well, uh, I'm out of there. Give her the arse. <laughs> Gave myself the arse. Too many segment mentions on the show? Well, you know, as, as you know, I had to put a ban on talking about my flatmates because they uh, were listening to the show. Yeah, and uh, you were, I think you'd clocked up 200 bucks on the cleaning wheel. <laughs> that had been Not enough points, hey? <laughs> Not enough points. But I'm out of there, and now I'm in what we're calling the Dude Ranch, oh, uh, really? which is a brand new share house I've started with my homeboy, Jacko. Fantastic. And my homeboy, Matt. Ho, 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 ho! Conversation pit, sunken uh, Beatles <laughs> health style. It's just, it's just all it is. The whole house is built around coming up with interesting ways mm. to sort of introduce a fart. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, this wasn't going it's, down uh, so well in the all-girl no, household before. In the catch-up where I used to live. <laughs> <laughs> you see, now you go near a door, you go, "Is this door playing up?" Mm. <laughs> Brings the house down. Sensation. Neighbors, neighbors wow. poking their heads in, going, "That was great." All is right with the world. So good. Finally, a house that I can fart in without receiving fear of retribution. Wow, <laughs> much farting going on at your place, Rich? Uh, no, not over the past couple of weeks. I just went to visit my parents for a few days. Where'd yeah. you go? Which is it's chin deep in McLeod's daughter's country. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, Near yeah. Drovers Run. Seriously, it is there. And I grew up around that area, and it's not as much fun as the TV show makes. You man of the land, Rich. Yeah. Have you ever birthed a calf? No, I have actually. I've helped out with calf births. Oh, that's segment three. <laughs> that's going to be great. What have you had your hand in? Uh, Rich, did you, you said, is that Adelaide? Yeah, it is, South Australia. Go uh, to Veal Gardens? Gateway to the Mid-North, uh, around the Gaula area, checked out the Veal Gardens. Yeah. Adelaide of the Groundskeeper is a close friend of mine. How's the Veal Gardens, Richard's favourite gay beat in sure, Adelaide? Yeah. How is it looking? Well, I'll tell you, there's a bit of news on that, because the road that leads to Pavilion <laughs> on the Park. Is that uh, where it's at? Which is one of the hottest beats yeah. in the city. Um, has some road work. And I don't want to say I got bogged because that could incriminate me. <laughs> <laughs> but there is some work going on. So there's workmen around. Yeah. Surely yeah. this is a positive boom for the Veal Gardens. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Hard hats all around. Mm. All right. Okay. We'll get and to you, Martin. Locked in a booth. Speaking of farting, locked mm. in a studio for two weeks working on what I predict will be DVD of the year, the Barjars. Really? Olden days, double feature, oh. 17 Easter eggs. <laughs> 17. What's the record? 
Uh, I don't know what the record is, but my aim... I think the Stingers season two <laughs> DVD had 19. Passion of the Christ, ironically, no Are they still selling those <laughs> Stingers DVDs? Yeah. Uh, no, because my aim was to create the first DVD with more hidden content <laughs> than actual content. And? I don't know if it's going to get past the lawyers. Who have you been working on it with? Uh, a bloke called Steve O. Williams, who did all the, uh-huh. the soundtrack for the original bar, just mostly farting, I admit it. <laughs> but uh, here's what we had to do. We're going, okay, you know how on DVDs the menus, sometimes we yeah, just yeah, have yeah. no music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the main menus will, mm. but then when you get down to like subtitles, mm. Often nothing. I know, so. So, and we've just run out of bits of music to put under menus. Lots of stuff, you know, can't get the clearance on. Mm-hmm. Kershaw's people not helping. <laughs> I've just gone and sat in a booth for about an afternoon, just being barged, making <laughs> breakfast. That's going to be a menu. That's what I've been doing. So that's going to be the menu screen that you wake up to if you fall asleep watching barged. I bar hope so. Wow. Normally, when you have a holiday from your radio show, best to go outside. <laughs> Not lock yourself in a booth. So you've simulated breakfast <laughs> from I a have. fictional fat cop who I used to play 14 years ago <laughs> on the ABC. What a life. What a holiday. <laughs> I live on the edge. I have no idea what's been going on in the real world. No. Is Big Brother still on? Remember we used yeah, to talk about so. that? No, it is. It is. They, some of the racist gear is going to air, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah, good news. It's good news. Testing. Boom for the show, through the roof. Well, see, I haven't been following it. I don't know who's still in there. No. So, uh, but I saw this ad for it last night. Tonight... Andrew, Billy, Joel and Thomas. They've all been there from the start. Andrew, Billy, Joel and Thomas? <laughs> How long has Billy Joel been in there? <laughs> Just make it one giant punishment room if he was in there. Oh, look, we're out of touch. We need to get back with it. With it. And we need some motivational talk. Do we what? From a certain celebrity fisherman. That'll be next. I'll get this. Ah, yes. Dear Missy Higgins here at Get This on Triple M around the nation. Good morning, everybody. Just trying to remember how this show works. Mm, soup. Parker came in. <laughs> yeah. From the Melbourne cage, just he popped did. into the office. Pick he's up bur- a coffee plunger. Really? He's got a, uh, a grey hooded top. Yeah, he's copying. From the Cavalry Collection. The Cavalry Collection. What a collection it is. I've, I've moved on, though, because you know I'm into shorts, right? Mm, Who yeah. wears short shorts? Yeah. I wear short shorts. That's true. Uh, but uh, I've moved on, Tone, because I've discovered loose-fitting track pants. Oh, I have. See, I, I have. get a watermelon in the front of these. <laughs> We've got to have all tracksuit day here at Get This, because I had my birthday over the break. The oh, wa- did I call? Uh, d- d- yeah, there was something incomprehensible the next morning. <laughs> On the machine, but uh, yeah, the wife has got me the full Frank Butcher from EastEnders style. What shell? Gangster shell tracksuit. <laughs> but I'm refusing to put it on till I get some gold jewellery to go with it. Oh, you look. Hey, I think that's the look we've Is got. Is that what go. she got you yeah. for your birthday? Well, I was saying that the best look, the next look for fashion mm-hmm. that's going to come back, oh, yes. mm, take yeah, the like nation this. by storm, is the Stasi look. Absolutely. The German mid-80s mm. from that film, The Lives of Others. Yeah. Blokes in, you know, finely ironed yeah. polyester grey pants, mm. grey bomber jacket, grey shoes with the zip up. Oh. Cardboard shirts. <laughs> I would have thought those shoes in the style that Randy Quaid gives Chevy Chase in Vacation. Yeah. Those white loafers. That sort of thing. With yeah. a zip, though. With yeah. a zip. A lot of kids at my school uh, from Russia, yeah. we'd love, and they showed up and it was just all sneakers with zips. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. The Stasi look doesn't seem to be catching on. I'm into it. I've been calling up, oiled up, way too long at the gym, tanned up guys. You know, oiled up. Those, who do you think you know, those fashion guys? oiled up? <laughs> who is it? Edmiston or somebody. I don't know. You know, when there's oh. a show, you'll see a show and it's got young, girly fashion models and there'll always be a panel gotcha. of guys who have spent way too yeah, much yeah, yeah. time yeah. under the tanning gear. And they look like they've been laminated. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Is it Neil Perry? Who's the Who's the fashion guy? Neil Perry? With the terrible moustache. Yeah. <laughs> who always looks like he's been laminated. I'll t- I tell you who's fun. It was on the Alex Perry. Alex, Alex Perry, Perry. That's him. No, Neil Perry's the guy, the yeah. cook that's sporting a switch. We've had this discussion. <laughs> Steve Perry sang Oh Sherry. Yes. Oh, yeah, right, okay, and okay. also invented the rubber band. Okay. And Joe Perry was somebody else again. All right. Yeah. We don't even know who that is. Mm-mm. Okay, now the program's bogged. Two segments <laughs> in and we're bogged. Nobody's going for my fashion idea. No. So we'll get blinged up and Frank Butcher style. 
from next week yeah, on here again. Go stand over people in a fish and chip shop. You know, people. Man, scallops. A lot of people have been. The scallop industry. Fudge! Those thugs and deadbeats in the scallop industry. No one ever erected a monument to the scallop industry. That's right. Rex Hunt Mania has continued unabated during our <laughs> absence. <laughs> so many people emailing in saying, let's celebrate Rex Timber. That's yeah. a good idea. Where later in the year, everyone will talk. Uh, like Rex Hunt, mm. in his uh, National Address to the Nation. Mm. Have we got an excerpt from his National Address to the Nation? 100 years from now, I dream that a father and his son will catch a mighty big snapper in Port Phillip Bay. Mm-hmm. And perhaps, just perhaps, they might remember the fat kid from Mordialic High School <laughs> who kissed a fish and let it go. They might also remember the same kid standing up to the thugs in the scallop industry who thought their standover tactics would work again. They didn't. Last week, that fat kid was in Cambridge two hours out of London. Wow. A bloke came up and said he enjoyed my show. Mm. He gave me a business card. Mm. The address was the Netherlands. Mm. This is dizzy stuff, folks. (laughs) That is the line (laughs) that has been yelled at me from cars. From manholes, <laughs> from hang gliders, everywhere I've gone over the last two weeks. <laughs> Anything can be dizzy stuff, according to Get This listeners. Yeah. But, of course, Rex has been in the news. And congratulations to the football crew here at Triple M. Which I listen to. Kicking goals. Yeah, it rocks along. Great knocking coverage. these AM pretenders off mm, their perch. Absolutely. As a result, uh, at least in Melbourne, Rex Hunt has been banned uh, by his radio station from touching the sound effects buttons <laughs> and making unfunny <laughs> jokes uh, because of the drop in ratings mm. of the footy. Gee, imagine if that ban was instituted here. I was going to say. It'd just be silence from, <laughs> from this time slot. <laughs> Dead air. Uh, but he's, uh, he's going, well... You know, I've got to defend myself. Absolutely. So he's got on the radio mm. and uh, dropped a few pearls. I tell you what, if it doesn't kill you, it can only make you stronger. And I've just come back from the biggest business trip in Europe <laughs> where people from Russia who can't speak English are talking about me. <laughs> are they? And what is that? Surely that's... This is dizzy stuff, that's, folks. Yeah. An opportunity Absolutely. missing. Absolutely. <laughs> Kids in Russia saying to the, you know, people who speak English, who is this man? Why is he kissing fish? Get out of our orphanage. Leave my sneakers alone. But he won't be stopped, Rex Hunt. No. On he goes. This is but a mere glitch on the radar. But let me say to you one thing. I will not stop trying new things. Because without innovation and without trying... You can't do anything. And that's what I said to the children of Prague when I spoke to them at the fishing show. <laughs> Have a go. <laughs> what are you talking about? When I spoke to the children of Prague from an alleyway, <laughs> nude, with a cape on. I'll never stop innovating, kids. I'm going to take this act to cul-de-sacs. <laughs> got to keep trying new stuff. <laughs> and, of course, the as kids a... of Prague. Can I you know, imagine them all? At a fishing show. <laughs> assembled. <laughs> millions of Prague kids assembled. Did you hear there's a fishing show from an unknown Australian? <laughs> what? You know, oh my God, Pavel, <laughs> quickly, we've got to be there. Dizzy, dizzy stuff. But as always with Rex Hunt, only a minute in, and his critics are copping it. Ah, dear. The critics always on the end of a spray from Rex. And I can tell you right here and now, if those critics, and by the way, I've been all over the world like you, have you seen a monument erected in memory of a critic? Uh... The sad thing for my critics, the biggest kick in the pants for quite some time, and just like this beautiful fire I'm sitting by, it's uh, it's given me great fuel and energy. What? What is he talking about? That's quite an image. What does that mean? Richard Vass. He's sitting by an open fire. <laughs> right. With a snifter of cognac. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the phone to the radio. <laughs> Telling, so what? His critics are like... They're slaving away in a mine somewhere. Yeah. Going, see, I wish we were like Rex Hunt, sitting next to a fire. <laughs> Stroking a white cat. And I love nobody ever... He's used that in the motivational speech that he did 10 mm. years ago. That He used that same line. Nobody ever erected a monument to a critic. So true. You're going, well, there is that statue of uh, Kenneth Tynan in nah, the West End of London. That. And nah, besides that. that. Obviously, there's the Pauline Kael Library. Nah, 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 Roger nah, Ebert has a star nah, on the Hollywood nah, Walk. Nah, that's not the same, that. yeah. I think there's a museum uh, dedicated to Stanley Kaufman. <laughs> You a knocker. Uh, but obviously, apart from those four, <laughs> nobody has ever erected a monument to a critic. 
All right, are we feeling fired up? I feel good. See, once you get a bit of Rex in your yeah, system, you you're ready to go. I feel I can do anything. Sure, you're seven minutes over, <laughs> and it's only break two. But it is, get this! That's the clash here at Get This on Triple M. Back with you of a morning with mm. myself, Tony Martin, and Cavalry, Richard Marsland. Oh, no, Rich. Yep. Great to be here. Ah, uh, the listeners have been piling on with emails. What, uh, uh, what's concerning them? Well, they're, they're going back to things we were talking about weeks ago. <laughs> yes. Remember we were talking about teachers at school mm. who keep the kiddies occupied with a movie. Yes. While yeah. they, uh, I don't know what they're doing, smoking drugs. Less than zero Stimulant. in my year nine English class. <laughs> really? Real eye opener. Right. <laughs> Less than zero. Yep. Well, listen to this. Uh, Craig has written in to say, I uh, heard you guys talking about videos teachers play to the class while they're out of the room. One day our sports teacher was away and he left us with the very informative 1999 Inside Sports Swimsuit Edition. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what did they learn? The effect of waves on norks? <laughs> the two girls in the class weren't so impressed. Well, oh, come on. Get with the program, ladies. Outvoted, ladies. It's a democracy. It's from the last century, 1999. <laughs> it's historic. The way we lived. <laughs> Back in the 90s. Okay. That's a good one. What about uh, Sarah, who's... Uh, we've been talking about couples. Yeah. How uh, they got yeah. together. I don't, I'm sure that was a whole show. We? I don't remember that. Sound like us? Did anyone look at the wedding pages sure. over the uh, over the break? Cousins marrying? It's getting out. It's it's yeah. really get, it's really a bit much. It's 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 starting to look like uh, the wedding present people have given, like the groom yeah. is to have his face altered to look exactly like his bride. <laughs> it's disgusting. Putting you off? Is it? Ed? Well, I'm not going to do it. No. No. Okay. Anyway, sorry, Tone. Saw you at uh, knocked up over the break. Yeah, yeah. And in the next hour. Star of. Except I just leave a gap for Adelaide to cut this oh, out. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Star of Knocked Up, Seth Rogen, mm. will be joining us. Mm. That's a top old view. Not many funny films come out these days. No. Yeah, lots of ones that look A lot fun. of horrors. Yeah. But uh, actual funny movies. Yeah, yeah. Can you get onto your second hand counting them off? You can never. What, recent ones? Choose one year mm. from like the last five years. Okay. See if you can get onto your second hand. No, Josh Jarman. Uh, what are you talking about? You didn't see Horseplay. You, you didn't see these. Book these, of Revelation. These Australian films. No, Caterpillar Wish. The makers of these films didn't go. <laughs> what are you talking about? But Knocked Up, actual funny yeah, movie. Yeah. Seth Rogen. Sorry, what did Sarah say? Well, apparently we were talking about this, but uh, six years ago, her boyfriend at the time went and saw the movie uh, Blue Velvet. Oh. <laughs> it's always romantic. Uh, started to... Oh, shortly after seeing this, he started to slap me on the ass regularly and calling me toots. <laughs> We're not together anymore. <laughs> so what Dennis Oppen did in that movie, I think it got a bit more severe. Than that. Could have been a lot worse. The least of your worries. <laughs> Slapped on the ass and called toots. You're getting off lightly after a blue velvet session. Bringing out the canisters of gas. <laughs> I quickly made a run for it. Wow. Okay, okay this is what our listeners have been up to. Mm. Uh, rock. Did anyone get into rock over the break? Ooh, Richard I, Marsland. I purchased the Beatles anthology. <laughs> yeah, no, that's hardly rock. This is, is dizzy stuff. <laughs> I know, but I've been after it for ages. It's and? Because I love rock documentaries and stuff. Uh, yeah. oh, it's the, one of the best ones. Excuse me, Richard, rock documentaries. Mm. Yeah, it, it goes for like 14 hours. It's okay, brilliant. so you've watched 14 hours of the Beatles. Surely you've You're perfected that Ringo impression by now. I was watching for George Harrison, and really there's nothing really yeah. interesting about the way George Harrison speaks. No, but Ringo, on the other hand. Can't reach. Ringo is quite impressive. <laughs> It's getting there. He's turning into Sean Connery over the break, which is nice. Sean Connery with one part Peter Harvey, but I, inching slowly towards Ringo Starr. I mean, I never talked to Pete Best, but he seemed quite happy with that. No, that's not right. Ringo Starr. Canberra. Okay, that's been coming along not over bad. the break. Not bad. What about that rock festival they have in England? Glastonbury. Oh, Did yes. you see that? It's always raining. All mud. Mm. And then uh, the mad kind of, uh, what do you call that, installation. A uh, uh, Banksy is like a, a street artist. Is that the guy you're talking yeah. about? He got the portaloos, yeah. yeah. turned them into a sculpture. Have we got that clip? Glastonbury's infamous portable toilets now arranged in a mock ceremonial circle. The latest tongue-in-cheek creation from the elusive graffiti artist Banksy. Banksy? Mm. What is the Banksy story, Richard? Well, actually, he's got a website, banksy.co.uk, but yeah. no one knows who he is. Uh, and he does uh, art which... Um, it's Rex Hunt. 
<laughs> well, it's a lot of alleyway work um, where he's, he's, it's stencils, so he sprays on stencils. Oh, right, that and, guy. And they look like part of the actual mm. environment that they're in. They're very clever. Yes. And he did some other things where he painted cows and he mm. got in a lot of trouble for that and he did the Blur album, but no one mm. knows who he is. A lot quite of a uh, community service work he's obviously had to do. Yeah. Because that's technically illegal, isn't it? Yeah, he does. Um, a lot of people have ripped him off. He does those monkeys, you know, monkeys that, that you see around the city, like stenciled monkeys. Right. And, oh, like the barrel of monkeys. Like yeah. they're all joined, their arms are joined together. That mm. kind of thing. Mm. It's really amazing. His work. His stuff's mm. great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Nobody got behind my idea, which was Barrel of Junkies. Which That's was a good idea. They're all hooked up. No, okay, I won't go into that. <laughs> what? It's a bit offensive. By their tracksuits. What about a whole circle of Portaloos mm. at a rock festival? What would you call that? They're calling it Bog Henge. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> Bog Henge. Lovely. Broadcasting live from Bog Henge. It's get this. What about the listeners? We've sizzled them. Mm. We've mentioned them. Yeah, let's talk to them. Let's meet them next. Get this. You could also call them a parent's nightmare. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Good morning, everybody. It's Get This Back on Triple M and myself, Tony Martin. Uh, you've got Ed Cavalier. There's a bit of Richard Mars on action okay. over on the buttons <laughs> there. Uh, podcasts. Normally when we come back... Takes a few days for him to crank up. No, this afternoon the Arnett cast goes oh. up. The Job cast. Do you remember that? Yeah. Last show How before we went away. It was a whole hour of us just trying to get him to say, Michael. God, he's, I mean, he was, uh, <laughs> I was in love with him before he came in. Yeah. Jeez, he's handsome in real life. <laughs> Terrific. He's a real looker, that one. <laughs> and, uh, and he's just, and his favourite movie is the same as mine. We get off air and uh, we're mentioning Richard E. Grant. He goes, yeah, uh, yeah with Nell and I. One of his favourite movies. Couldn't believe it. We thought he was just having a lean. So happy. So we, wanted, happy. we just wanted to go back on to another whole hour with him. <laughs> All right, if you want to hear that, the Arnett cast will be up by the uh, close of sunup today. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, that'll be Podcast 95. Don't forget, there's 94 old ones there as well, mm. sizzling away. Are they still there on the new look Triple M website, Nikki? Do you know? TripleM.com.au. They've done something fancy while we've been away. Oh, it's fancy. I don't know what it's up to. No. It's lost control of itself. Hey, Rich. Yeah. You want to give us some professional radio, homie? Yeah, please. We've forgotten how to do this show. Okay, well, it's been a while. Yeah, okay. go on, do Crack it. Crack my knuckles and hope for the best. Let's get this right across the country on Triple M, your official live earth station, 7 to the 707 at Aussie <laughs> Stadium in Sydney. Crowded House, their brand new album's coming out this week. It's called Time on Earth. From it, this is Don't Stop Now at Triple M. Bang. It's Crowded House uh, from the new album. Of course, don't stop now here. Get this on Triple M. We're just slowly working out how our own show works. An album of Labouche covers from Crowded House. I wasn't expecting that. What are you talking about? That didn't sound like Labouche, did it? No, it's, I thought they were doing... More Ace of Bass. It was. Labouche. Too unlimited. Okay, uh, you know... Anyone? I'm going... Uh, yes, I remember. I had yeah. to play all this on my old show. <laughs> I mean, so much French disco. What about the Real McCoy, MC Sarah and the Real McCoy? Now, I'm got a, uh, I've got a big update for you all because I spent a lot of time over the break uh, yeah. on Wikipedia re- uh, researching Eurodance, mm. which was the collective uh, <laughs> the collective term for these, for these bands. Snap mm. and Black Box. Melody I, MC. I tell you what, the uh, the Venga Boys story is not a happy oh. one. What about those M people? Where are they? those? No, nah, they did all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they kicked on. They kicked on the Venga Boys, though. Ouch. <laughs> Anyway, we'll get to that. We've got a whole hour of Euro disco coming up later in the week. But, you know, something's missing here. I'm going, what is it? And then Cecilia has, of course, brought in the new Zoo magazine. Check check the cover there. (laughs) (laughs) Witness. I think Crystal might have gone, you know, had a look at the mirror and gone, not big enough, not fake enough. Not oily enough. Better get some more put in there. Has she been stacking on, having more put in there? I think she's stacked on. Gee. Jeez Louise. Inside, uh, so we've got Make Your Own... Uh, oh, Sound the Antonius. Mockbell. Make Your Own Tony Mockbell wig. That's pretty funny. And I like this idea they've uh, floated here of, uh, you know, Phil Spector wigs. Right. Every day, a new Spectre for Tony Mockbell. You know, like, what about the big Spectre afro for when he steps off the plane? <laughs> if they ever get him back here. It's a good look. He's staying one step ahead of them, I noticed. He is. Isn't he getting married? Good moves. Good call. Keep him dancing. Having kids. When he gets off the plane, he should wear the Beatlemania wig that he was caught in. That's and just good. do the big Beatles wave <laughs> at the top of the staircase. Uh, but I'm just turning to... Uh, don't flick so quickly, Tone. You'll go from norks to hideous wounds. <laughs> I know. It's a dangerous. It's walking through a minefield. 
Oh, somewhere here, Crystal's page. Uh-oh. Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know you love uh, Crystal's page. There's not really been any highlights since the the days of old Mr. Ballsack. <laughs> Sorry if you've just tuned in. I can't explain that. Listen to this. Somebody <laughs> writes in, Dear Crystal, how can I get my girlfriend to stop using her vibrator during sex? Oh, yeah. It's making me feel quite inadequate, <laughs> writes Frodo of Glebe, New oh, well. South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to think about hobbits having sex this early in the day. Jesus. What? It's, it's not real, right? Like, they obviously make up the letters oh, into Z. come on! Right? They obviously make them up. At least give them real names. <laughs> Frodo. Have, re- have they run out of first names? They have to go for mythical characters? <laughs> Saran writes, <laughs> oh, that's My brilliant. booming voice puts ladies off. What's that noise? Is that back again? <laughs> What's wrong with me? No, it's me. I'm humming. Yeah. It's so you know. All right, let's class this program up. Okay. With a climb, a top, a talk back mountain. <laughs> oh, thank you, MC Matt Dow on the Pots and Pads. It's good to be back. It's amazing. What's he done now? What song was that, Rich? That's Billy Joel. Of course. Was it? Bit of a tip to... Um, I'm glad I didn't know it. <laughs> In the Big Brother house it's at the moment, to pay apparently. Off. Uh, what's going on? Burning bridges. Why are we doing this for a topic? Well, Tone, I'm no longer welcome at my old chair house. Yeah. Uh, the catch-up, I like to call it. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and we know uh, why. Well. This segment. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Do the new people you've moved in with know that you have a radio show and are likely to be talking about them every day? Yeah, they enjoy it. Really? They're looking forward to getting mentioned. They're not acting up to it, are they? They're no, not like no, no, big no, brother no. people. No, no, no. My flatmate snapped his key in the door last night. I did that on the weekend. Really? I have a pair of pliers in the car. And a spare key. Just to get your keys out of the house. Just for such an eventuality. <laughs> this happened to my wife about three months ago. Yeah. Had to call, you know, ambulances, helicopter yeah, rescue. Yeah, exactly. And I've gone, what you need is you need a spare key on your key ring yeah. and you need a pair of pliers in your car to pull out the bit from and, the door. And it worked? And it worked. <laughs> Everyone laughed at me for months. When you were wearing it around now your neck. I'm being accused of setting the whole thing up. You've deliberately snapped that key off. <laughs> Okay, so what happened to then? show off? And what happened? Nah, look, it's it's he's he's come home. He snapped his key off in the door after telling us the day before. She, someone will probably snap their key off. I reckon. <laughs> well, done. you could have not. Uh, and that's it. So uh, that's the first thing he's done. He moved in last night. His yeah. first act was to snap his key off in the door. And his second act is to go. Wow, even just snapping the key off gives me a whole segment on primetime <laughs> national radio. What's he working on now? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you've burnt the bridges at the old house. Well, the re- well okay, there was a few uh, incidents, right? Mm. But the final one, which I'm particularly proud of, uh, one of my, uh, my one of my former flatmates who uh, the, the, the last morning I lived there, she came storming into the kitchen in the morning in a huff, mm. in a big huff, oh. and uh, I made the mistake of asking what was wrong. And she said, well, um, okay, I buy plastic containers to take my lunch to work, and then they're not here. Okay, now it's not the $2, because it's not. All right? What it is, is that I think someone, you, Ed, are taking them to work and leaving them there. Probably throwing them out without washing them. <laughs> Cut to Ed wearing a suit made of plastic containers. <laughs> clomping out of the house on plastic container stilts. So I thought, this, I've had enough of this. This is enough. So I said, what's happened? She goes, well, I've lost one, haven't I? I said, all right, look, I'll take Adelaide. Uh, uh, Holly, you take Brisbane. Um, I'll get on the blower. We'll get to the western suburbs. And she stormed past me and went to work. And as she was walking down the hall, I was I was shouting at her, like on my knees, shouting at her. We'll find it. I don't care if it takes me my whole life. We will find this container. So I thought that's 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 mature, and I've dealt with this issue. So I, I packed up all my stuff, and there was this terrible old pair of boxer shorts which I had, Rich, yeah. which had been sitting in the backyard for about three or four months, as nature intended. Holes in them everywhere. Sure. So I placed them lovingly on her laptop and then wrote a note that said, Dear such and such, it's a joy to live with you, so loving and carefree. Here's a token of my affection. I hope you find all the containers that you're looking for. Wow. <laughs> and I'm not welcome back. Consider that bridge burnt. <laughs> you have just said. Bridge. What the hell was that? Uh, burning down the bridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forget this orchestra. Wow. <laughs> Not welcome there, Tone. Cop those derps. <laughs> it was so fun. All right, I think we've got to move. I'm sure, uh, Richard, you've got a lot of uh, burnt bridges to reveal, and obviously I do. This whole show is just a series of burnt bridges. Yep. As far as I'm concerned, Flame it's one on. big flaming overpass. Re our careers. But let's hear from the listeners. Yeah. Let's do that. Have you burnt your bridges at work, at home, mm. in the boudoir? Do it. <laughs> Call us up, one triple three five three. One, two, three.
That'd be Hey uh, Outcast here mm. to get this on Triple M. You remember us today. We're simply saying, have you burnt your bridges? Who has, Ed Cavalier? Hey, Tim, how are you? Uh, good, good, uh, Ed, yourself? Excellent, mate. What'd you do? Uh, I was playing footy at a local footy club and the mates were going to a different footy club. Yeah. So they said, oh, come over with us. So I said, yeah, all right, no worries. And they gave the uh, clearance form that you had to fill in to get the transfer to go and play with them. And you have to list some reasons why, why to go over to that football club. Yep. And my number one reason was to spite. <laughs> Bridge, how did that go? Uh, a few blokes found it funny. The uh, committee didn't really see the funny side of it. Mm. But, uh, lucky the coach was, uh, was mates of the coach and he saw the funny side and let me go. But uh, wasn't really welcome back there after that. Did you get a bit of the old you know, face massage treatment when you played them next, Tim? Um, no, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't no, it wasn't too bad. Too bad. <laughs> and how's it going at the moment? Uh, just. Right. Is, is this amateur football? Uh, yes, it is. Right. Mm. So do you just, uh, you know, have an amateur crack at uh, punching out a cabbie, <laughs> nightclub uh, incidents? No, 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 I leave that to AFL players. Absolutely right. Yeah. Market's sewn up. <laughs> You've got to work towards that. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Was there a bit of that? Uh, what were the footy stats while we were away? Ooh, ooh. There uh, was. No, no. One of them had a real go. Rich, did you hear? No, all I can think of footy-wise, and this is uh, the AFL code, <laughs> And this is because uh, the team of Richmond had an upset win. Which is my team. A couple of weeks ago. And that being Rex Hunt's old team, the headline on the back of the paper was, How good is this? Oh, dizzy ah. stuff. Yeah. Straight to the alley to celebrate. All right. Hello, uh, hello, John. How are you? Hey, good. Missed you guys last week. Oh, oh thank you, Sorry sir. about that, John. We're back, oh. though. Talking rubbish. Uh, good on you, mate. Someone's got to do it. And have you burned a bridge? I have someone who has burned one hell of a bridge. What happened? Okay, this is in my old in old place that I worked at. Mm-hmm. That this girl, she um, first off, she stole a customer's credit card. Yeah, oh. that'll that'll happen. She stole money from the till. I think the whole value of how much she took was about a grand. Wow. Jeez. All right, and ironically, none of it was to supply any addiction. She wasn't addicted to drugs or alcohol. It was just to buy random crap from like the shops. Really? <laughs> oh, I couldn't believe it. Like what sort oh, of stuff? I think she put like clothes and shoes and stuff like that. Oh, that's not like women. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. But come on. If you're going to steal that, it's got to be for a damn good purpose. Oh, just to get some more clothes. Yeah, no. I know we need them, but come on. Look, I agree with you, John. She's she's far better off on drugs than she is buying shoes. (laughs) No. Absolutely right. Uh, It leads to harder footwear. Thank you for the call. And thank you for not giving us a chance to play our little stink, which I liked. (laughs) What is that sting? Bridge. Oh, Thank you. There we go. Cavalier. Crowbarred in. How uh, do you steal a credit card from a customer? You just... Uh, Can I see your credit card? Well, you, I just gave it to you. No, you didn't. I mean, how do you get away with that it's one? It's a pretty good standoff. It's good, yeah. Uh, Let's try that. Okay. <laughs> Stealing credit cards. All next week I'll get this. <laughs> Can it be done? Hello, Jim. How are you? G'day, guys. How's it going? Welcome back after a break. Thank oh, you, sir. Thank you, Jim. Uh, did you burn down a bridge? Yeah, kind of did. About eight years ago, he lived in a share house in Canberra. Mm-hmm. Um, and the chick, that, well, the chick that lived there prior to me, she was a real, like, a single white female, bit of a psycho, mm-hmm. and she worked for a major hotel. So she worked, like, night shift and day shift all the time. Even when she worked night shift, she'd come in with, like, these massive high heels on and walk around the house all night yeah, with on noisy. the hardwood floors. Yeah, noisy. Mm. So we had a run-in about it, and cut a long story short, she got a little bit single white female towards the time when I moved out, and... Sitting there with a couple of mates having a few vinos about a couple of days before we moved out. Mm-hmm. Uh, with those vinos, we had some prawns, and mm-hmm. I proceeded to drop the prawns heads into the ducted heating bin. Oh. oh, bridge. See, that's what you should have tried here. <laughs> Good on you, Tim. How long did the smell last? Well, uh, it actually it actually happened at the end of summer, mm-hmm. and I still I still keep in contact with her brother, and apparently it kicked in right as the winter kicked in, as you know, get the cold, so that she cranked up the heating. Yeah. And it just stunk the hell out of the house, Yes, mate. it's effective household terrorism. The, uh, and this was like bit. eight years ago, so her, her, she's still still seething about this, her brother reckons. Yeah. So. Still, still wafting a door and going, well, <laughs> oh, catch yeah. up to that bloke. <laughs> Good on you, Jim. You know what I like right. it? I like about it? It's mature. That's what I like about it, Tim. Good, good job. Yeah, that's real mature. A lot of thought went to that. It's nah. it, actually, more than mine. Beautiful planning, beautiful execution. Thanks to everyone who burned a bridge. Good on them. I think it's time to uh, get into the news mm. because in the next hour... Yeah, it's going to be fun. Oh, it's going to be fun. Often on radio, you'll hear someone say, hey, there's a really funny film coming out. Mm. They're usually lying. No, they're talking about Splash 2. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, this is a funny movie, Knocked Up, and we're going to meet the star, Seth Rogen. Get this. 
I don't think the audience really cares. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Cause I can if I don't because I wanna It's the second hour of Get This Be ignored by the stiff and the board Because I'm gonna And we've got a guest, it's Seth Rogen from okay. Knocked Up Seth, thanks for coming in. No problem. Thanks for having me. Are you becoming a household name here in Australia yet, do you think? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, no one. Uh, it's actually nice. No one knows who the hell I am here, really. They've uh, really uh, put a lot of eggs in the you basket on the poster here. That I think one of the posters I've seen for Knocked Up, it's just a photo of you, yeah. and it just said, says something like, would you want to have a kid with this Yeah, what one? if this guy got you pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> And for me, it's because I would hate it if I got myself pregnant. I would, I would have broken many laws of nature. I think. Also, <laughs> and how many times have you seen? Now you were telling us off here. You actually go along, yeah, and watch the whole movie. Yeah, for all like we do like preview test screenings for yeah. audiences uh, to see how they react. So I've seen it probably thirty, at least thirty times. And I do you sit say. in the you sit in the theater when that's happening? Yeah, I kind of sit in the back. I have a pretty distinctive laugh, and, and none are more amused than myself. Than <laughs> myself. So uh, I, I have to stifle it, or uh, <laughs> I kind of hide in the back, I guess. Yeah, no one no one turns to you during the screening just to give you a few notes? Yeah, no, exactly. No they, they, they pretty much do. <laughs> You'll see, like, now. Nah. <laughs> well, we loved the movie. We were laughing throughout, and big fans of uh, your previous work, uh, The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yes. Let's get to all of it in this hour of Get This. All right, that's enough out of you. John Mellencamp here at Get This. It's the second hour. That laugh belongs to Seth Rogen. Yes. The star, the man on the poster for Knocked Up, a very funny film coming out pretty soon. And uh, normally what happens... In July, Tone. People just lie. They say, oh, this film is hilarious. And they'll know, because what I keep thinking is funny, because by the time they're in Australia promoting it, everyone knows if it sucks, because it's already come out in the States. And if if it's bombed already... What do people come here and say? You're like, well, no one in America, our target audience liked it, but yeah. maybe maybe you guys will think it's funny. It's often suspicious when someone comes here. Yeah. You know, and Paulie Shaw is out here. Yeah, exactly. I see just, uh, sorry, just to divert things completely from Knocked Up, read on CNN over the weekend, Wes Craven, the horror filmmaker, mm-hmm. is suing Paulie Shaw. For what? Just for in the army now? But just yeah, in general? Just for stealing his eight bucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently Paulie Shaw like left a tap on at his place oh. and flooded the whole joint Jeez. and further down the hill, Wes Craven's house. Really? Cut part of Paulie Shaw's place down the mountain into Wes Craven's swimming pool. That's yeah, amazing. Man. You don't want to piss off Wes Craven. <laughs> no, no, no. That man's scary. <laughs> Someone round with razor blades. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but enough of that. Uh, knocked up. It's it's a very funny movie. Just explain for people who don't know what we're talking about. What goes on? Um, uh, I, my character is uh, basically me. Uh, <laughs> he's a moronic uh, pothead from <laughs> Vancouver um, who lives with all his friends, who are my actual friends um, in real life. Yeah, and uh, basically, I go out one night uh, and get drunk and meet Catherine Heigl's character, uh, who works at E Entertainment Television, mm-hmm. and uh, I monopolize on her uh, lap lapse of judgment and inebriation, <laughs> and uh, manage to. Sleep with her without a condom <laughs> through a semantical uh, miscommunication, <laughs> and uh, and then we get pregnant, or she gets pregnant, and uh, she kind of decides uh, to give me a shot and see if she actually wants to have a, a relationship with me. Mm. Now you've been bumped up uh, the order from uh, if people remember the forty year old virgin, just explain who you were in that one. Um, I was one of the, I was Cal. I was like the guy with the tattoos, uh, with and the, and the giant goatee. Um, <laughs> who uh, I have no story in that movie. I'm just around. I, <laughs> I make jokes about having sex with grandmothers. And, uh, I remember what I loved about that <laughs> that movie is is it looks like uh, you know it's the proper film lighting that you see in normal Hollywood comedies, yeah. and yet people are talking about stuff that it feels to me like a lot of it's improvised. Yeah, it is really a lot of it's primarily you know we we go on we we we, we kind of see the script as like the worst case scenario <laughs> like and it's funny to begin with but it's you know if we can't think of anything better we have the script and we kind of shoot the script a couple times and then uh they really open it up and just say like 
what would you guys be talking about here? Well, there, was, there was an example of it in uh, Anchorman, which was uh, you were in uh, briefly. I, I'm eager cameraman. <laughs> but that was... May I say you were very eager. I, in I, that I was too, eager. Yeah. I added the eager. <laughs> but that was produced by... Uh, Judd Apatow, who mm-hmm. wrote and directed Forty uh, Year Old Virgin and Knocked Up, yeah. and there's a, I love a lot. There's a line in uh, in Anchorman that just is one of the funniest lines I've ever heard, and it's where they've been to a party, obviously yeah. in the seventies, and Steve Carell is saying what he did at the party, and he goes, <laughs> well, yeah, and he just kept saying, yeah, I had a big it? red candle, I had a big it? red candle, <laughs> yeah. and then if you watch the credits at the end, yeah. they've just they're just chucking him that line, and he's just improvising yeah. stuff. That's a very good uh, example of how we shoot things. I mean, for every joke in the movie, we have ten other jokes because we we never think we're funny. <laughs> and we always think, like, if no one laughs at that, we better have some other ones uh, <laughs> but to, y- to put in instead. <laughs> but you end up with stuff in the movie that doesn't feel like, as we say, a computer's written the script. Yeah. Uh, Nobody would talk about Michael McDonald. No, exactly. Or Beautician and the Beast. But we did that. (laughs) That's, you know, when you have guys who are basically movie nerds like ourselves in the movie, that's just where our brain goes. I mean... And did you say you have a favorite film that you refer to? I refer to Total Recall a lot. There's (laughs) some undeclared... And I I find myself referring to Star Wars a lot in movies. But I'm like I'm like a pretty I'm like a normal Star Wars fan, but like I don't know why it just seems like I just, it's just a reference I know everyone will get. <laughs> when you say normal, do you mean no figurines? No, just, I have a lot of figurines. Well, I guess normal for like a, a nerdy, uh, an extremely nerdy movie <laughs> obsessed guy. <laughs> were, you, were you the guy in Forty Year Old Virgin who uh, recommended that uh, Steve Carell? base his uh, romantic uh, approaches on... On Dave- David Caruso from Jade, <laughs> <laughs> specifically. That's well, funny. It's always like stacking the deck when we say things like that because we're like, movie critics will get this joke. <laughs> and it's funny because almost every article that came out about the movie, the, the movie critics were like, oh, yeah, the funniest David Caruso joke, but no one in the audience laughs. <laughs> it's, like, it's a joke only movie critics get. <laughs> Surprise people haven't seen Jade. I know. <laughs> who, who hasn't seen Jade? I think I, the, uh, that introduced me to adulthood, the movie Jade. But <laughs> but isn't that the poster that keeps on giving? Because it's a, it's green. It's a woman's back. It's yeah. like, a, and you think she's just sitting down, but yeah. then just in the corner, there's a man's hand, and you realise what's really going on. Yeah, mm. it's sexy. Growing up in the video store, that yeah. was, uh, that, was exactly. a, that was a go to. That the, was a go to. <laughs> <laughs> All I remember is about Jade is that it was done by the bloke who did the French Connection. Oh, oh yeah, and everyone went, oh, he's going to have to top the car chase from French Connection, and his idea was. Let's have a car chase in a traffic jam. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounds funny in a meeting. It is not funny. <laughs> not in the movie. Stalled. Mm. Hey, we've hardly mentioned Knocked Up. Let's get to that. We're wow. going to get to that next. I'll get this. That's Rob Thomas. Little wonders here at Get I've, This. Uh, I've learned how to love again. I'm yeah. sure you have. Seth Rogen is with us, the star of Knocked Up. And Seth, were you giving us some great acting advice off here by uh, David Caruso. Yes, it's, uh, it's it's to prevent them from cutting you out of a scene. You do something like put on your glasses or take mm-hmm. off your glasses so they can't remove that part because it would ruin the continuity. Oh, is that know? why he's always going with the sunglasses? He's always going with the sunglasses so you, they can't cut him out of the scene. Ah. And Which, if they start that, he'll wear two pairs. He'll wear two <laughs> pairs. He's just taking his pants off. <laughs> Getting tattoos in the middle of scenes and stuff. <laughs> Good move. It's the most eccentric uh, delivery on television, isn't it? David really? Caruso. Yeah. yeah, it's a yeah. He's an unlikely uh, TV. He's an ugly, unlikely woman for like fifty-year-old women to really like to watch every night. <laughs> but let's enough about Caruso because uh, he's not in Knocked Up, a film that absolutely kills. At, oh. That's an interesting choice of words. <laughs> well, I just meant this very funny film. People are going to laugh. I guess we'll see about that. All right. All right. Sorry. Any excuse for me? I just got scared. I don't know. What <laughs> Frightens me. A menacing red-headed man. <laughs> we're going to talk more about not. He's up. the most menacing ginger nut, isn't he? <laughs> he might be the most menacing ginger ever. I, that's not generally two words that go hand in hand. I mean, Conan O'Brien gets a little threatening. Exactly. <laughs> Deadly ginger nuts. <laughs> Next. Uh, I'm going right down to the bottom of your resume, Seth. There's a show which was shown here. A lot of, uh, here's an Australian tradition you may don't, yeah. maybe you don't have this in the States. We get really good shows from overseas and we put them out at three in the morning. Yeah, that's what I was told. <laughs> and one of those shows was... For bakers. <laughs> bakers love it. Freaks and Geeks. Was that the first thing you ever did? Yeah, that was... Uh, 
the first acting I ever did uh, in my life was for Now, that is a show that not many people saw, but uh, people no. who did see it will rave about it. Mm -hmm. uh, what was it? Um, it, was, uh, it took place in 1980, and um, it was about kind of uh, like the misfit outcasts uh, going to school in a, in, a, in a Michigan high school um, in America, and there was kind of a group of like pothead burnouts who were the freaks and there was a group of kind of dungeons and dragons obsessed nerds who were the geeks and there was kind of a sibling a brother and a sister in, 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 that the show followed in, and one was in each group and I think it was really just painful for people to watch because it was the, the characters never won. It right, was like right, it was right. a lot like high school, <laughs> where just terrible things were constantly happening to them. And they'd have like little tiny victories, kind of, but it was generally just them getting the crap kicked out of them, and then going home and watching Monty Python, <laughs> and uh, which is a lot of is what I still do that. Yeah, so it's uh, like a documentary to me. Exactly, <laughs> people, and I think I think it just hit too close to home for a lot of people. <laughs> But is that where you met this uh, bloke, Judd Apatow? Yeah, that's where uh, Judd Judd was a, a producer on the show and, and one of the writers. And uh, yeah, they cast me um, out of Vancouver, uh, a having done absolutely nothing ever <laughs> <laughs> for real, for no good reason at all. And uh, and it's a great show. People still, I mean, it's it's on DVD. People yeah. still are kind of discovering it, which is is what's amazing about DVD and. Uh, and people love it. It's, uh, it holds up, I think. I think it's still better than anything we've done. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't live up to that. Now, yeah. and he's, now, Judd Apatow has assembled this great cast of people who he uses in movie after movie. Paul Rudd, uh, I think, might have been out here mm. doing yeah. some promotion. Mm. Yeah. Very, he's he's shopping for a sweater right now. Is That's he? why he's not here. Because <laughs> he's buying, if you're on Chapel Street right now, you might see Paul Rudd buying a sweater. <laughs> what a scoop. He right? should be here. <laughs> if, if you don't know who Paul Rudd is, he's the bloke who looks a little bit like Ben Affleck, but is way funnier. Yeah. So it's because he's Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just explained exactly, Paul Rudd. He's kind of like Ben Affleck. Not as good looking because he's Jewish, but he's funnier. Yeah. So. <laughs> and you mentioned uh, Catherine Heigl, but... Explain to us who Leslie Mann is, because she absolutely she kills. Kills. Yeah, she, she knocked uh, up. Hilarious. You might, you, you might initially know her if you've seen Big Daddy. She plays like <laughs> the, she plays like the Hooter Girl in Big Daddy, <laughs> and uh, she's in George of the Jungle, the right, movie. Right. But she's Judd's wife, actually. Uh, in real life, uh, yeah. Wow. In real life, a lot of people know her as as the drunk driving woman in the Forty Year Old Virgin, who vomits <laughs> on Steve Carell's face, <laughs> and then. Uh, <laughs> We thought, man, that was funny. Let's let's give her more. And then uh, her and Paul Rudd play like a married couple. She's uh, Catherine Heigl's sister, and they're kind of a miserable married couple. Mm. Uh, that's kind of our our, our future. It's a, it's a, it's a, may I say it's a grim view? It is a grim <laughs> view. I think, uh, but but oddly realistic. It seems like uh, yeah. it seems like people who are married that it it hits a little too close to home. This is the thing is there's big joke jokes in this movie, and then there'll just be a joke that just hurts. Yeah, people. It's so the, real. Well, there's a thing in the movie where Paul Rudd's character kind of like lies about what he's doing, and that he actually goes and like sees movies alone. Yes, and he says he's working. That seems to be something that like a lot of married guys do. <laughs> Like, I never even thought about doing that. But, like, ever since the movie came, everyone's like, I do that same thing. I'd say I'm at work, and I'll go see, you know, I'll go see Fantastic Four by myself. The, the line that absolutely uh, killed when I saw it is the line Leslie Mann says about how to change somebody who you're with. And you criticize them until they, they change. <laughs> That's the theory. You make them so down on themselves that they then have to change. It just seemed to ring true. And uh, you mentioned Steve Carell, and what I love is he's become such a big star since 40-Year-Old Virgin that he actually appears in this movie as him, as movie star Steve As movie Carell. star Steve Carell. I know, it's really funny that like that, that happened. It was so surreal. Uh, and it's funny because as soon as he comes on screen, people just love him and they're so happy to see him and they realize that that they wish he was the star of the movie and not me. <laughs> well, oh, what, yeah. Something, I don't know whether it's something that the bloke who makes these films does. I don't know what it is, but he doesn't seem to have as many bad guys in his movies as these sort of, you know, comedies of this nature. There's no bad guy, yeah. There's uh, no villains. No, I mean, we really... The, the movies are written, you know, he has the idea for what the movie's about, but then he really just collects stories from the cast members and our friends mm -hmm. who are writers and... 
And there's not really villains in life. I mean, usually you're the biggest idiot in the in whatever situation that's happening. I know I am. Whenever there's a problem in my life, it's my fault. It's no one else's fault. It's only because I don't know how to handle simple day-to-day things that other people do. And that's kind of where we take our cue from in that, you know, there is no bad guy. Nah. It's just people's own idiotic behavior is mm. the bad guy. But he does things, he seems to give, you know, little characters in the movie great stuff to do. Like, yeah. there's, there's a bouncer in this movie. Oh, yeah, Craig, he's great, man. That who in any other movie would just be a nasty bouncer. Yeah. And then he just stops that scene, takes him aside, and gives him this fantastic speech. Yeah, he, uh, you know, it's funny. That's uh, People who have one line in, in the movies that Judge Direct say that it's the best experience I've ever had, because he really just lets them go off. I mean, if you have one line in the movie, you will have gotten you know, 10 rolls of film to do that on. <laughs> and uh, it's funny because, you know, I always think back to movies I like, and it's just funny, like, what characters leave an impression on you, and it's not always the big character. Uh, like, uh, I was thinking, like, Ferris Bueller's Day Off and, like, those two valet drivers always stick in my head. <laughs> and they literally say, like, one line each in the movie, and they, like, they're, like, one of the funniest things to me for some reason. And so I think we just took a cue from that and think, like, if you just hire funny people to be these, you know, small characters, then they just bring a whole life to the, the whole movie, you know? Well, it certainly worked, but uh, something we want to talk about today is Knocked Up. Obviously, there's children involved. Mm-hmm. Something that the Scary. movies has taught us is that, aren't they cute, those kids? Ah, they aren't are they cute? cute? But not all of them are. No. no. Some of them are evil. They're ugly little bastards. Let's <laughs> prove that next. Get this. You know, I know you're gay. I saw you make a spinach dip in a loaf of sourdough bread once. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. It's Get This on Triple M. Good morning. Good afternoon. Depends where you're listening. Ed Cavalier is here. Richard Marsland is here. And Seth Rogen is here, the star of Knocked Up. When does that film open? Uh, July 5th, Tony. July 5th. Worth the wait. Hey, yes. Yeah, that professionalism. Seth, uh, we want to get back to uh, your movie career. So much to talk about there. But first, kids, I'm assuming because Knocked Up is about uh, having uh, a baby, you're yes. getting inundated with uh, baby stories, child stories, questions of that nature. Yes, people uh, speak to me assuming I... I know something about children <laughs> other than not to squeeze their heads too hard. That's, That's literally advice. all I know going into this movie. Like, what do you, what, how do I deal with don't pop its head? Right. Well, don't sit on its brain. None of us, <laughs> none of us know anything about having children. Our producer over there, Nikki Hamilton, has one, isn't in the, one in the, the process of having another one. Have you seen Knocked Up, Nikki? Not yet, but I'm going to. You might want to wait till yeah, after. It'll that. scare the hell out of you. <laughs> but uh, we're led to believe that they're cute as these children. Not all of them. No. Not all of them are. Can no. you give us an example, Ed Cavalier? Well, yeah, what made me uh, think of this is I went to a, a party the other day. It was like a launch of something or another. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a bit of fashion parade going on. Yeah. And then uh, like, a, like a nine-year-old kid got up and was like strutting up and down the catwalk posing and having their photograph taken while they're kind of their parents their fashionista type parents oh. clapped along yeah. that's not cute no well, look, I don't want to see a nine year old kid working it <laughs> <laughs> no it's all a bit jumping eh yeah yeah and there was this dude there Seth have you heard of him he cuts up t-shirts that's what he does that's his thing his job his mission in life is, is to that, cut up t-shirts yeah if you're wearing a t-shirt he'll come up to you and be like hey and then he'll cut it up and turn it into basically a mesh singlet uh, and then he'll keep going along and that's that's his go does he get punched in the face a lot <laughs> no, he gets, gets, gets <laughs> awards and then flown around the world Wait, and, and now you you don't have any kids of your own, uh, Seth. No. <laughs> no. And I mean, people obviously some people decide not to have kids, and I, I, we've decided not to have kids. And I I can never picture the exact moment that that happened. But I always remember speaking to a friend of mine uh, who'd had oh, he's got about five, John Harrison from wow. uh, the D Generation. Five. And I was speaking to him on the phone, and I said, "What are you doing right now?" And he goes. <laughs> I'm removing biscuits from the video recorder. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that was when I decided not to have any. No, it must be terrible. I I was selling a couch recently and people kept coming to look at it and, you know, it'd take them like two seconds. They come in, look at the couch, say no, and then leave. And then, like, a mother came with her three kids. It literally took her 45 minutes to look at the couch because then, like, one's running around, one has to pee, one wants water, and it's just like, I was like, 
get out of here. <laughs> Take your kids and go. <laughs> you have uh, nephews. Yeah, I've got two nephews. And I always find that mothers of children, uh, sorry, mothers of boys, yes. are a lot more frazzled than mothers of girls. Because <laughs> boys are always creating chaos and there's two under five and every time I call my sister, I can't have a conversation with her because it's, hello, put that down, put the dog down. <laughs> like every time. And I can't actually, she never gets a full sentence out. Um, but I went home and caught up with the kids and immediately they're taking karate. So it was a uh, kick to the genitalia. Oh, of course. Course. Did you get it on film? No, I didn't. Oh, it's made you could have won some cash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's costing you money. Kids, they aren't so cute. They're not so cute. That's our topic today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call us up and prove it. Give us an example of uncute behaviour from Wonderful. the youngins. One triple three five three. La 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 la. Yes, we know how that goes. That's simple minds <laughs> here. And get this. Seth Rogen is with us on Triple M, the star of Knocked Up, a mm. damn funny movie. Yes. But today, about our- a nerd, a jock. An outcast. <laughs> that was my breakfast club reference. <laughs> They're all in there. We love it together. The freeze frame at the end. Uh, the, no, the shattering of the glass. That's the, the best yeah, part. That's the yeah, best part of the whole awesome. thing. Estevez is just so happy and so stoned that he shatters the glass. It makes sense, though, in, yes, the, context, in the reality of the film. No, no sense. I all right. butt cheeks together. Enough about, the, <laughs> enough about the breakfast club. The all kids, right. they're not as cute as they're made out to be. That's our premise today. How are we going to prove it, Ed Cavalier? Hello, Daniel. How are you? Yeah, mate, I'm not too bad. Yeah, talk us through it. Um, well, I'm I'm the singer in a heavy metal band, and I'm when you look at me, you can tell straight away this guy's in a in a heavy metal band. What yeah. are they? What are you called? Violence disorder. <laughs> Violent disorder. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Is there any other yeah. kind? <laughs> uh, well, anyway, look, oh, this was ages ago, but I was leaving um, a record shop at a shopping centre, and um, I just bought a few CDs, and this little kid who was standing out the front looks at me and he goes, you total freak. Oh. And I looked at him and I went, I beg your pardon? And he goes, this actually, you, you total freak. And this kid just started giving me abuse. And I went, you snotty little... And he burst into tears. There you go. <laughs> they, can, they, they can give it, but they can't take it. That's the problem with kids. Yeah, yeah. And then mum comes over and then she looks at me like, get away from my son. Like, I didn't touch the kid. And next thing I know, security's all over me. Yeah, mate, you're out the door. Yeah, just, yes. But I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. I'm just the lead singer of Violent Disorder. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's an example. Have we got another? Hello, Philip. How are you? Philip? Oh, Philip, are you there? He's been nobbled. Should I be? Hi. Yeah. Hey, how are you, mate? Been good. Um, I've just got a two and a half month old at home. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a habit of uh, when I change a nappy, um, just as I'm getting one nappy off, um, he uh, points his little peepy at me and pees all over me. Oh. I, I do that too. That's not a, kids, <laughs> that's not a kid. He's got a big smile on his face while he's doing it as well. Yeah, well, you can, yeah. you know, you can easily turn the tables there, see how he likes it. Exactly. You know? Oh, Give I might drown him. A full man pee. A good, a good hangover pee to the face. That's what that baby needs. Solid advice. Don't cross swords with that man. One thing is, is that um, he's actually peed and it's been like a fountain and splashed on his face and he's still, and he's still laughing. Still yeah, laughing. That takes years to wear exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Have Thanks, Philip. He can get paid good money for doing that on camera <laughs> a few years down the road. There's a large internet market for that. certainly is. Hello, Kieran. How are you? Hi. Good, thank you. Ah, good, good. What, uh, talk us through it. Oh, my darling four-year-old son dressed mm-hmm. as Spider-Man. He has superhero issues. Okay. Had climbed into the neighbor's chook yard and decided to rescue the chooks. <laughs> and by the time I'd found him, he'd, he'd maimed quite a few of the chooks. And we found... One chook in particular squashed between our garden shed and our bird aviary, and the chooks have never quite been the same again. Wow. Oh, that's not really Spider-Man style. Could have blamed <laughs> it on someone else. He really. was rescuing them, though. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> chook pen. A yeah. chook pen. Yeah, okay. What you need is you need to blame it on a child dressed as Dr. Octopus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like that, like that when I got here. They're not proving very cute, these children. No. no. Hi, Kelly. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Very excellent. Talk us through it. Um, my girlfriend's of European descent. She's very hot-headed. Oh, yes. She gets very frustrated with her husband, whose name is Joe, and she exclaims, Oh, Joe, you dickhead effin'. Yeah, yeah. Yes. My partner's name's Joe, so her little girl refers to him as Uncle Joe, dickhead effin'. 
That is quite cute. That's kind of cute. Yes. I like that. That's not bad. We're disproving our own premise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> kind of makes up for the other ones. <laughs> the foul-mouthed children. Can we go worse than that, though? Hello, Fiona. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Uh, talk us through it. Uh, I have a four-year-old daughter, mm-hmm. and I'd like to put her on eBay because she's <laughs> got the attitude of a 14-year-old. <laughs> what's, her, what's her go? What is she into? Oh, she just goes nuts. Her dad gets home from work and says, oh, how are you, darling, everything else. She calls him every name under the sun then yeah. starts belting him. <laughs> wow. uh, I think that's child abuse yeah, uh, <laughs> is what that lovely. is. Well, okay, well, that's that's certainly an example of what we're talking about, but I think there's probably enough infants on eBay as it is. <laughs> exactly. I've, I've pretty much bought them all. Really? Yeah. There's a Got backup. a fine collection. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you keep them in their package, yeah, they're worth <laughs> You can resell them. Yeah. <laughs> can we have one more, please, yeah, Ed? Like this one. Hello there, Ellie. How are you? Good. How are you? Excellent. What happened? Uh, my husband has just restored his dream car, which is an old FJ Holden, and mm. he, he's a spray painter, so he's just finished off spraying it in the garage. And um, my little girl went out there the other day, and he hadn't cleaned his tools properly, so she decided that she was going to pull the trigger, and just that little bit of air left in there, all down the side of the freshly painted FJ, so... Oh. He's being devastated. I, like, I'm still laughing. <laughs> still laughing. <laughs> Nothing like the old hubby's dream shattered to get the yucks going, hey? You know, he always said he wanted his girls to be just like him and love him, so... There we go. And this uh, addition to the... Des- it can't be worked into the design, made to look oh. deliberate. Can't be made, made, made to look like a flame at all, can it? It sort of looks like an upside-down face. Okay, well, that's yeah, uh, bad. Just say that was the effect you were aiming for. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, All right, know. well, I think we've proved our point. I like that it's funny that a kid got hold of a high-powered uh, spray gun. Yeah. Not, that, <laughs> not worried at all. It was just hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> all right, look, there's no... Okay, hilarious, knocked up. That, when is it coming out again, Ian? July 5th, John. July 5th. Write it down in your diaries. It's obviously not this week. No. But we're building some sizzle for the movie exactly. when it comes yeah. out. Yeah. Top sizzle and work sizzling up. Uh, thanks to everyone who called. We've got more to talk about with Seth mm. Rogen. That'll be next. It's Lincoln Park. What I've done here again. This the show just continues off. Sorry, a bit of meatballs no. for talking me- MB4. <laughs> Seth Rogen is with us. Have you seen Meatballs Four? Oh yeah, I've seen all the meatballs. Yeah. Is that the? That's the most recent of the meatballs. It's the yeah. last in the. Uh, in the quad- quadrilogy. Yeah, thank you for attempting that. I backed away. It's the one where uh, the lady's shower just collapses for no reason. Under the all. weight of Norks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I heard they're they're releasing three prequels to the Meatballs movie. No. Uh, <laughs> they're digitally re- exactly. They're adding, you know, creatures to the original. Redux. Don't want to see that. Add Rodney Dangerfield, which uh, is something we champion. Where have you seen Seth Rogen? You're probably wondering, well, if you've seen Knocked Up, Mm. If you've maybe been overseas where it's already out, you've seen him in that. But certainly, 40-year-old virgin. Mm. But did you know you may have heard him over the weekend if you were at Shrek 3? What voice did you do in that? Yeah, I, uh, I play a ship captain. I, I'm told I have two lines in the final version <laughs> hey, of the movie. well done. I haven't even seen it yet. Uh, okay. and, and I'm obsessed with myself. <laughs> <laughs> eager cameraman in Anchorman. Very eager. Donnie Darko. Yeah, who, Donnie Darko. Who are you in that? I'm one of, like, the bullies. I don't know if you remember the movie. Oh, the bullies, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I throw Jenna Malone under a moving vehicle at the yeah. end of the movie. Oh, I throw <laughs> That's you. Uh, yeah, I don't get that movie. Anyone wants to call in and explain it to me, <laughs> well, the, the, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> the bloke who made it has made another film, and it's never come out. Southland Tales. Oh. Uh, it's supposed to come out, actually. A lot of our crew uh, on the movie we just finished worked on it. And I heard uh, it is it is equally, if not more, confusing than Donnie oh, Darko. Good, good. Uh, <laughs> away. Uh, now, tell us about your writing because you write movies as well. Yeah, I've been. Uh, you know, I didn't. I didn't act for years. Actually, kind of between Freaks and Geeks and and the Forty Year Old Virgin. Uh, so I, I I was pretty much just working as a writer, and I, I wrote for some TV shows and. Um, and uh, then uh, we the whole time we'd been writing this movie called Superbad that we actually started when we were in high school. <laughs> and uh, it's really filthy. It's it's kind of about these two guys who are going to different colleges, and they they have real separation anxiety. So they kind of just dump all their 
energy into buying liquor and, and getting girls drunk, so they, they just have someone to hang out with. <laughs> um, and uh, and it's just really filthy, truly filthy in a way that right. I, I don't think people uh, have seen before. Right. And uh, it took a while to get made, but now uh, we shot it and made it, and uh, it comes out It comes out later in the summer, maybe early, uh, yeah, this maybe early it, spring. You and Michael Sierra. Well, it's actually, uh, it's funny, because originally oh, we wrote the main guy to be me, but I outgrew it, so Jonah Hill That's right. plays okay. Okay. my the, the character that was originally supposed to be me, and Michael mm-hmm. Sarah plays his friend, and I, I play a cop in the movie. Hey. Michael Sierra from Arrested oh, Development, oh, of yeah. course. George Michael. Love on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Superbad, now you mentioned uh, your friends, and in Knocked Up, you yeah. just have this great bunch of friends, yeah. and the interaction between them is hilarious, and they weren't cast. No, they were my actual friends. I mean, they work Good at... Move. What a exactly. break. Exactly. They're, they're all actors, luckily. That that, that that would have been weird if they weren't. Um, and they're all really funny. I mean, yeah, we just thought, you know, it, it, it'd be nice if we actually seemed like friends. Because you just watch movies sometimes, you're like, these guys don't hang out. Nah. Like, but, like, uh, we actually all hang out all the time, so... And uh, in the movie, uh, you guys are masterminding, five of you... Yes. ...are masterminding a website. Yeah. With and now this is something that uh, obviously I grew up in the seventies before the internet, but yeah. there was a distributed list which really? went around the school of because this is pre-video yeah, yeah, yeah. of whereabouts in movies breasts appeared. Mm. Yeah, and you know, like the exact you know two minutes forty two time whatever. bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we take that to the next level. Our job is yeah, we're trying to log every nude scene ever in a movie, so you know, <laughs> on the internet, it's just a quick reference guide, <laughs> so you could just look up. A movie, you know, Wild Things. You see, 38 minutes in, Denise Richards. <laughs> 62 minutes in, and Denise Richards. Because I wasted a lot of time in high school. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's there's like, there's there's a good hour and 20 minutes of unwatchable stuff in that movie. And a good six minutes of where Nev and uh, Denise Richards are making out. Yeah. And and we, there's, a, you see Kevin Bacon's penis in that movie. Yeah. There was yeah. a big debate whether or not to include that. Yeah. There was actually a long discussion that we shot for the movie where we talk about <laughs> Kevin Bacon's penis, and uh, one of one of the actors said it was like the Mona Lisa in that wherever you are in the room, it's looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I love is I'm watching the movie and I'm going, but hang on, hasn't somebody actually done that? Surely there are websites like that. Yeah. And the scene in the movie where you guys discover that someone's beat <laughs> we you, we discover that, it, and that, that's the real webpage, that MrSkin.com. That is uh, a great scene, <laughs> and uh, it exists. That's where we got the idea for the movie. We're like, what if we're making a webpage like? Mr. Skid. And they're like, what if Mr. Skid also exists? <laughs> and our guys are really stupid. It's like their dreams yeah. have just shattered. Exactly. It's it's like, we shot a whole scene where like, I, I, I'm trying to say that it's not that bad. And they're like, here's an idea. Let's make a webpage where we can auction off pe- things online. <laughs> or, or like a webpage where you can just buy books. <laughs> well, And we'll name it after a river. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it is a genuinely funny movie, and it's great to hear real laughs in the cinema once again. Uh, thanks for coming in. Do you want to stick around for one more break with us? Yeah, why not? All right, let's do that. I get this. Thank you, eagle-eyed cherry. Really, time for us to sign off here. I get this. Thanks for sitting in for the whole hour, Seth Rogen. I made it, guys. I made it. Yeah, well, <laughs> the marathon is over. Knocked up opens in your cinema. July, July 5th, 5th, huh? 5th. Well worth getting along to see. The forty-year-old virgin is uh, still on DVD. See, there's something that happens in this country. I don't know if it happens in the States. They'll put out the long version of a movie yeah. and then it becomes the only version you can get. Exactly. And then you watch it and think, why the hell is this movie so long? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the case because I'm frightened to recommend 40-year-old version to people because that long, 18-minute longer version is the only one you can I get. I know. So if you have like three days where you're not doing anything, <laughs> sit down and watch 40-year-old version. <laughs> half, half of 40-year-old version. <laughs> but it's it's certainly a, a top view. Yep. Long or other Otherwise, uh, super bad. That's coming out in the next year. Uh, no, in the next few months, actually. Awesome. Uh, yeah. All right. And uh, anything else you want to plug while you're here? Um, I don't know. Is Do you have an good? auto detailing yeah, I, service? I heard the new Harry Potter's awesome. <laughs> there we go. I'll just plug other people's <laughs> movies. What else is coming out? Ocean's 13. Uh, oh, Been <laughs> and gone. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks Thank to you, everybody who called up and took part. Our, do we have a key phrase today, Richard? They're calling it Bog Henge. Oh, there you go. Mystifying. <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow with Gregory Fleet. Ah, yeah. <laughs> And it's all thanks to you-know-who. Still with us, the Nissan Navara. <laughs> Forgot how to say it during our break. <laughs> Nissan Navara. Pulling power. Heaps of it. Now it's all out in you-know-who.
How come?